Start your business for the freedom of time. Now you're tired of the hustle and grind. There's gotta be a better way. It's time to listen to Chill and Prosper. Welcome to Chill and Prosper. You're ready to chill and prosper with Denise Duffield Thomas. Hey there, gorgeous, and welcome to another episode of Chill and Prosper. Today we're talking about um, what I do to simplify my business when I'm feeling overwhelmed. It's actually a question that we've been getting a lot recently about, um, you know, when I'm, what do I do when I'm feeling like everything's too much? How do I simplify? How do I make things easier? And like, let's face it, so many of us, we're still like pretty stressed out. Like, you know, the last couple of years has been a lot But also so many of my community, I feel like, are going through a lot of upheaval. There's no doubt that um, like a big majority of the people in our community are women who are going through menopause and perimenopause. It's just the age of my audience and that can bring up a lot of overwhelm. There's a lot of people going through things like, um, you know, getting an ADHD diagnosis. That can be really overwhelming. But also there's other things too, aging parents, um, dealing with responsibilities around that, people who are dealing with chronic illnesses and things like long COVID and stuff like that. So, you know, (laughs) and, you know, just the existential stuff of like impending climate change doom and political instability and inflation and, oh, wow, interest rate rises. It's no wonder that we're all feeling a little overwhelmed. And that might not be you, and that's fine. This episode might not be for you. But also, I think we don't really need an excuse to simplify. Sometimes it's great to do it just for the sake of doing it and to create more bandwidth for yourself. Other times, though, you need to do it, you know, and I've I've definitely needed to do it for a lot of those reasons. Um, you know, pandemic kicked my butt, gave, you know, I had heaps of anxiety dealing with um, kids and all their changes and having a, um, a a kid who was diagnosed ADHD and myself and going through perimenopause. Yeah, I'm right there. I'm right there with you of feeling really overwhelmed, but also, you know, making big decisions this year of selling our house, simplifying the business, um, shifting and changing the business for Mark as well, because Mark has dealt with his own anxiety and overwhelm. And then, of course, preparing for us to go overseas as a family for four months and not do heaps of work while we're there. So whatever your excuse is, whatever your need is, or even just wanting to make things a little bit easier for yourself, then this is a great podcast episode for you about uh, how to simplify when you're feeling overwhelmed. So I also talk about this a lot in my book, Chill and Prosper, um, about how to make business easier for yourself. But hey, I get out of balance too. So even though I have written a book on that, I still have to watch myself all the time. And because it's not my natural state, when when I go, oh, chill and prosper, chillpreneur, like that is aspirational for me too. I am a ruler archetype in money archetypes, which means I can be a workaholic. I can put too much on my plate. I have a massive capacity for work. I have very high work ethic. Um, I It takes a lot for me to burn out, but I do. I have. I am often. Um, 
but I love work. I love my job. I would rather work than almost do anything else. So it can be really hard for me, right? Because I can just want to do all the things and I think I can do all the things, but then I get overwhelmed as well. Okay, so I have a couple of things in to share with you, luckily. But the first one is I always go, what can we eliminate? Okay, so we eliminate, automate, batch, delegate, and outsource. This is what I talk about in the book, Chill and Prosper. But I want to share with you how it's it's come up for me recently. So eliminate is nobody should be doing this. Nothing will fall apart if nobody does this. Um, or we don't need to do this now. Okay, and so I've had to do this quite a lot in the last year because I just kept saying yes to things and thinking that I can do all the things. And so there's a couple of things I had to eliminate. And one of them was a writing project that I really, really wanted to do. I really wanted to do it. I had the desire for it. It felt like the right time. I hired people to help me with it. And there was just a point where I was like, I really need to eliminate some things. And this is the thing that's got to go. I've got to park it for next year. And that meant having to, you know, undo things. Um, say, sorry, I'm not going to be working with you anymore. Sorry, I can't get that manuscript to you anymore. Um, and that's tricky to do things like that, right? But there'll be things in your business where you go, you know what, it's okay. It's a nice to have. Or it could be something that like it actually is a hard decision to let go of. Okay, so sometimes if you're eliminating things, you've got to take a, a really hard look at, at what things are bringing in, what effort versus reward you're getting out of it. Okay, so it could be a service that you're like, it's fine, it makes money, but it causes so much stress for me, or it takes up so much time, or it attracts the wrong kind of clients, or it's just not what I want to do anymore. So every time I see it on my calendar, it drives me crazy. And they're the things that sometimes where you go, oh, it's, you know, it's so much for my income. And I, I hear this a lot where people go, I need to fire a client, but they're 80% of my income. And it's like, yeah, but they're like 200% of your stress, right? And they go, yeah. And it's like, well, what can be opened up without that stress? What can be opened up with that energy? Sometimes it's like what can be opened up with just the symbolism of saying no and letting things go. That can be really big too. And actually for me, it wasn't even just letting go of the writing project. It was the symbolism of me going, wow, I choose to not do this. I choose to not work day and night until I go on this holiday. I, I don't want to slide into the holiday going, oh, thank God, and now I can rest. I want to be able to be intentional leading up to it and not exhausted because then you go into it going, wow, it takes me two months to recover. Um, and so it, it felt like even better than the time that was freed up for me. It was like the symbolism of going, wow, I don't have to do everything. Wow, I'm allowed to say no. Um, you can also park things for the future. I find when you write down all the things that you want to achieve, having a later list, as in things that will happen at some point in the future, parking it is a real act of like intention, right? Of going, I know I want to do this. I know it's important to me, but it, just putting it on paper gives it somewhere to go. If you don't, it will always just feel like it's kind of vaguely still due, vaguely still something that you're working on. And that takes up bandwidth. 
Okay, you think of your computer when you have too many tabs open. It's not like you're reading them all simultaneously, but they're all taking up bandwidth. Everything's taking up bandwidth. Um, Part of this too is decluttering. When you're eliminating, decluttering things. And I find this to be such a great manifesting tool, but also a simplification tool. All right, so you can do this right now. You can close down those tabs. You can um, pick up your phone and close down all the tabs. There's, if you just, um, especially on like it's on an iPhone, when you press down on the tabs, it will come up and say, do you want to close all tabs? And you might have 60 open. You might have 100 open. You might have more. Just close them all down. Nothing bad's going to happen. If you're meant to see something again, it will come up again. But there's something there about eliminating and decluttering that's so powerful. Every time I know that I'm going to a new phase in my life, I'll do some decluttering. And it actually it happens a lot when I go on trips um, because I always make a decision and I go, ah, oh, okay. And it's like the universe was trying to give me the information, but in my normal day-to-day life, the message couldn't get in. And so sometimes when I'm on a plane, that's when I get all those downloads because I don't, I don't connect to the internet, I don't connect to the Wi-Fi. I'm just like, yep, bring all those lessons in. And so I feel the urge to declutter in the moment. And it's not like you can declutter your clothes or anything like that. So I'll go to my phone and I'll declutter screenshots or I'll um, declutter emails or just something like that just to shift the energy. And that's what we're doing in this elimination stage. We're shifting the energy. We're creating a vacuum. We're making space for something new. Okay. There's another couple of examples around this too. Say, for example, um, you're, you're just so full up with appointments go to your online calendar and reduce the amount of days that you're available to people. Okay, because it's not going to happen otherwise. When I first started my business, I would literally have coaching sessions at 4.30 in the morning because I didn't want to say no to people who were in a different time zone to me. And I would do that seven days a week. <laughs> literally, I would, because I didn't have kids at the time, I'm like, oh, I'll work on weekends. Who cares? And so for me, it was like, oh, okay, I'm going to work from nine till five. And so I just went into my online calendar and changed the numbers. Like I eliminated all of this open space. And after a couple of months, I was like, oh, I'm not going to do it on Mondays and Fridays. You can book in with me like Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. And so that's another example of eliminating too, eliminating obligations, eliminating opportunities on your, t- like tugs on your time. Um, it might be some, other things in your business too, looking for money leaks, looking for, um, you know, maybe you can reduce people's hours in your team. Maybe there's people who aren't pulling their weight on your team. There's a lot of different things that you can do. And this really does help you when you're feeling overwhelmed. It's just to look at what's causing me stress. How can I simplify? How can I eliminate things? How can I park them? How can I say no? Okay. It's really, really easy. Um, Some of these things will be harder than others, though. Sometimes saying no to commitments you've already said yes to will make you feel bad. Sometimes um, saying no to things will make you feel like a loser. And it's okay just to go, I don't have to do all the things. I don't have to be everything to everyone. Um, We're allowed to simplify. So I would always love to hear what things you are simplifying, what things are not making sense to you anymore. And they don't have to even be in your business. So in, um, in the last year when I started to go, all right, everything in my life has to be easy. 
So I was feeling very overwhelmed with responsibility. And I mean, you know, I, I have uh, a great business and I earn great money, but I was feeling really overwhelmed. I was like, well, I financially support my mum, my mother-in-law, my husband works in my business. Um, you know, I've got family members in my rental properties. I, um, you know, I hired some of my friends for projects. I have a farm. I have um, all, you know, rental properties. I have projects that I'm working on. I was overwhelmed with all of it. Yes, lucky bitch problems. I know. Yes, lots of privilege. I know. But I was just feeling so overwhelmed with responsibility. And so I started to go, what's just not pulling its weight at the moment? And I, I sold a couple of things um, at my farm. So we did a garage sale and sold just, you know, just things that were, I'm like, well, that's a bit of furniture that we're not going to use or that I was going to renovate and, and didn't get around to it. I sold my Chevy that was out there, this beautiful mint green Chevy. But every time I went out there, it wouldn't start. Um, I sold my combi, my convertible. I had, I went through a classic car stage. Don't even, yeah, don't even worry about it. But Part of that was, oh, wow, these cars bring me joy because they're so beautiful and no one else wants them. And, you know, but then I realized every time they break down, it takes six months to fix them because they're an antique car. And I just went, I'm not attached to anything except for my freedom. I'm not attached to anything except for my peace of mind. I'm not attached to anything except for simplicity. And so I was like, I'm going to sell it. And if I want to, um, you know, see it again or use it for a photo shoot, I'll hire it and it will be someone else's responsibility to make sure that the engine starts, not mine. So I just started to eliminate things in my life that were causing stress, but also weren't paying their way. And being really clear, all my projects have to be profitable. Every project has to be profitable. Everything has to be stress-free. And when you come at it from that point of view, it becomes so much easier to, to evaluate and then eliminate things and go, that causes me stress. That team member causes me stress. Um, you know, that that service causes me stress. That client causes me stress. And then you can let them go, let them go. Um, sometimes that's, that's hard decisions. Sometimes that's setting boundaries. But that will really, really help. Okay, so write that list of all the things that cause you stress, aren't paying their way, um, not feeling good. All right, let's take a little break and um, we'll go on to automate, batch, delegate and outsource. Hi, I'm Alina Martin and I'm a mindfulness mentor and a soul activation coach on the Sunshine Coast. I've recently read Get Rich Lucky Bitch and I've been decluttering my wardrobe, my physical environment and my money blocks and I've just noticed that it's made room for new opportunities to come in um, for my business and I've I've been asked to be a guest speaker at my, my local female entrepreneur network um, business group and I feel feel like I've, I've, it's really easy to apply um, the knowledge from the book you don't just read the book and just put it back on the bookshelf it it's really lends itself to directly applying it straight to your life um, to to get your your vision board in into your reality really so I 100% recommend um, all of Denise's books and products and I can't wait to to do more Hey, and welcome back to Chill and Prosper. And we're talking today about how to simplify when you're feeling overwhelmed. And this can happen so easily, especially for personalities that, 
you know, you're creative, you want to do things, you're excited about things, and um, you might just keep on piling more and more on. Sometimes it's because you're a really generous person as well, and you want to help people, you want to hire people, you want to say yes to things. And again, it gets it gets overwhelming, right? So the first part we were talking about what you can eliminate. I always do that before I do anything else. Sometimes people go, oh, I'm overwhelmed. I'm going to hire somebody. And I go, don't do that until you do these other things first. Okay, so eliminate first. No one needs to do this. Um, the second thing is automate. Automate, okay? So this has multi-layers as well. It's not necessarily about automation as in software and you know things like that. It's like, what can I just make a policy? What do I never have to think about ever again? So this sometimes could be hiring. It could be subscriptions. It could be software. It could be lots of different things. But if you think about things that just drive you crazy on a day-to-day basis, things that take up bandwidth, what are they for you? One of them for me was always food. What are we going to eat? What are we going to have for dinner? And I just thought, I never want to think about this ever again. So I don't care what I eat. I really don't. It's not important to me. I mean, I, I like what I like, but I don't want to have to make decisions about it. And I hear this a lot for entrepreneurs, actually. And you can automate this by maybe getting a meal delivery service. Um, you could get um, somebody to batch cook for you. I have a housekeeper who cooks for me because I just don't want to think about what I put in my mouth. Um, you could automate um, your grocery shopping. So it's the same thing over and over again. You could meal plan so you don't have to think about what you're going to eat. Um, some of my other friends have, have figured out different ways to do it where, um, you know, they might have a couple of kids. Each kid is responsible for a meal once they're past a certain age, of course, um, where it's just like, yep, that's just what we're going to do. Um, when we were selling our house, we actually just had Uber Eats a lot. And yes, there's definitely a money privilege in this. But also, if you don't have funds to do that, it's okay just to go, I'm just going to eat the same thing every Monday, every Tuesday, every Wednesday, whatever, and, and eat the same thing. If this is not a big deal for you, don't even worry about it, right? But think about it in other areas of your life. What if you always run out of toilet paper? Can you put that on an auto subscription? What about if you pay your bills late every month and you have to remember to pay it? Put it on a subscription so you don't have to think about it. Put it on an auto pay. Put it on a direct debit so you don't have to think about it. That's the philosophy behind this, right, is where can you reduce bandwidth? Where can you reduce decision-making? And this is actually a big reason why you see um, CEOs say, I have a uniform, like that's why Mark Zuckerberg for a year, he was like, I'm just going to wear a gray shirt and a gray hoodie every single day. Barack Obama said the same thing. He's like, I'm just, you know, I have X many suits. I just wear the same thing every day. And again, this is not about doing that for you. It's about where can you reduce decision fatigue and automate things in your life and your business, right? So this could be, what do you get emails about all the time? How can you have an FAQ that answers that exact thing? Can you have an autoresponder about that? Can you tighten up some things in your business so you don't get emails about that anymore? 
You can have it on the thank you page. Here's what happens next. Here's how to do this. Here's how to get answers on this. So you don't get the same thing again and again. Um, I don't know about you, but repetitive conversations really annoy me when it's like, we've had this discussion. We've had this discussion. We've had this discussion. I've, I've mentioned this several times. Um, and it's trying to find those systems where you can just eliminate that thing altogether. So think about what stresses you out the most. Um, and it could be life or it could be business. And I find for a lot of people, especially women, and even more so, again, if you have kids, is um, it's okay to get help at home before you pay for help in your business, because that actually might be the biggest stressor for you is laundry. You know, how can you automate laundry? Can you have someone do a pickup service for you? Um, how can you just add things that are easier to your life? So um We've got two dogs, Albie and Daisy, who I love, and I haven't shared them a lot on social media recently, and I, I thought, oh my God, people must think that I don't have my dogs anymore. It's not that at all. Um, and obviously, my sister's uh, dog sitting while we're in Europe, but they go to doggy daycare, and there's one that's like, yep, you can drop them off, and there's ones that are like, we'll pick them up for an extra $20 a day. Guess which one I went to? the one that picks them up and drops them off because it's one less thing for me to have to think about, one less thing to have to worry about. So think about all those things that stress you out um, in your business and in your life. One thing that used to really annoy me too is back and forth discussions about time zones is one of the things I refuse to have. So I'm like, here's my online calendar. Send me your online calendar. And every now and again, I'll work with someone who's just like, oh, I don't have an online calendar. I don't know how to use yours. So how's um, Tuesday at three o'clock? And I'm like, okay, so I'm in Australia. So I'm a day ahead. So your 3 p.m. is like my 8 a.m. Um, does that work? And by the time you write back, they go, oh, actually, no, I can't do that now. How about 6 p.m.? And I go, okay, so I'm a day ahead. So 6 p.m. for you is like 9 a.m. for me. I refuse to do it now. Refuse. Why would I do that when I can use my online calendar um, they can get automatic reminders. It's in my calendar. Um, I don't have to say, hey, what's your Zoom link? Because it's one of the questions when they book in with me is what is the link? What is the? What are we talking about? What's the agenda? What's your social media han handle so I can follow you? It's all in that one spot because I wanted to eliminate all of those back and forths about, you know, blah, 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 blah. Um, one of the questions I ask in that too is, um, are you recording this? Do I need to have hair and makeup? Because how good is it when you wake up and you go, yes, audio only, yes. It's like oh, the best present ever. Um, all of those things you can just automate. Okay, so um, the other thing too is say, for example, you want to eliminate something in your business, um, a, a service, you can automate that by turning it into a passive income product. You can make that into a course. You can put that into a book. So then you don't have to do it one by one with every client. You don't have to do it in person. You can say, great, here's my service to do it. And I saw this recently with a local lady who um, is a kitchen organizer. So she'll come and organize your kitchen and put it all in the labeled you know, jars and fill it up and make it all really pretty and nice, right? But I noticed that she also has a, a course about it. 
and it's like more like an ebook thing and it has um, all the links to where you buy all the labels, all the links to where you buy the stuff, how to clean out your cupboard, how to arrange it all and just do it. And so she's like, if I'm not available, buy this thing. She's found a way to automate a part of her business, a service, and then you can create extra passive income around it, right? Um, do you need a follow-up sequence? Do you need um, to automate some of your marketing? Do you want to, um, yeah, just not, not do things, do, not do some things anymore? Have an application process that's automated. Back when I was doing one-to-one coaching, I used to send out an email every Monday um, that was like, what do you want to talk about on our call this week? And I did that because our calls would go over because they'd want to try and talk about everything or they'd send me lots of emails in between. And so I was like, every Monday, they're going to get this thing to say, what are you working on this week? What do you want to do? What do you want to talk about on our call? And um, I just set it up to automate it. It was the same email every time. It was the same link every time that went to a Google um, form. All of my clients got the same link and then I could just read it on the spreadsheet before our call. And it was just automated. I didn't have to worry. I didn't have to, you know, remind them. Um, and also I didn't then need to remind them not to send me emails in between because I'd be like, here's your form. And that kind of just helped, right? So this is another way to simplify and reduce overwhelm. And you might be thinking, oh, God, I'm overwhelmed about where to start. But it's like write down again, write down all the things that stress you out. Start by thinking which ones can be eliminated. And you're not going to solve every problem. That's fine. And now which one thing can I automate and make it just a little bit easier for myself? You know, even if it's like, um, here's a good example too. So I Airbnb my farm and we've had to put together cleaning manuals to say, here's how we want the bed to be made. Here's how we want the, the couch to be made. That's a way of automating so we don't have to have that discussion every single time. You know, so it could be for your team. You might need to automate things. You might need to, um, you know, like create a system, create a standard so you don't have to have that discussion again and again. Another thing I do in my house is um, I do not carry keys. I have an electronic keypad, right? So when we moved, we moved into a house. Oh, my God, this killed me. And the previous owners had left us all their keys. And so there was there was like 20 keys because there was keys for every window. There was keys for the sliding door. There was keys for the laundry door. There was keys for the um, front door. There was keys for the, the back gate. There was keys for the shed. Um, there was a key for the garage door. And there was just all these keys. And, of course, the first day I went out without any keys. Our, um, our, the lady who walks our dog was like, how do I get in the house? And I'm like, oh my God, I forgot. This makes it easier. This makes it foolproof. This makes it, you know, like Denise proof, right? So that the, having the electronic keypads is a way to automate a part of my life that causes stress. Yeah. <sighs> um, and like little things too, when automatic behaviors for me, like when I finish um, having an interview, I'll plug in my headset and I have a spare, I, I don't take that headset out of my office. It lives in my office. That is just a system. You know, I, I, I otherwise I'd be like, where are my headset? Who's got my headset? It's like, no, there's one that just lives right there. I've got a laptop that lives in my office. So I don't have to go, who's moved my laptop? I have a charger cable that lives in my office. That's 
like it's a system, you know. All right, so we did eliminate, we did automate. Batching, okay. So I've talked so much about batching. So if you want to explore this, you can go and find, just go Denise DT batching. Batching is my next way of simplifying and reducing overwhelm. Because say, for example, you need to send out a newsletter every week and every week it stresses you out. Well, why not once a month you write four newsletters or instead of recording one video, you record four or five videos and then you have a whole month of videos. That's what batching is about, right? So you can batch content, you can batch videos, you can batch written work, you can batch admin. You know, maybe you don't do invoicing every day, you do invoicing once a week. Maybe you don't do all your coaching sessions over the whole week. You do them all on Tuesday, Wednesday. Um, I get my head on Tuesdays. So I only do my calls Tuesday, Wednesday. That's it. I don't have I don't have my calendar open for the rest of the days. I batch those up. So when I'm in the mood of interviewing, I may as well do more. Um, you could, you know, batch up your speaking engagements where you're like, oh, I've, um, you know, I'm going to this city to speak. Maybe I'll do a VIP day while I'm there. May as well. Um, There's so many different ways that you can batch things up, which makes it so much easier. You know, even just the the concept of layering things in. If you're getting a photo shoot, hire someone to take behind the scenes footage so you can use that for social media. Um, You know, why not? Like at some point, I haven't done it this year, but I'm going to start next year filming um, doing the podcast because then I can get little clips for, for social media. I can turn them into videos. And so batching is just like, how can you maximize the time to create more things in the time? Um, I'm not going to talk about much more of it than that, but because I've got so many other resources on it, but that is such, such a great way of reducing overwhelm. It also means you can take time off when you're not feeling so um, prolific. You know, like if I'm feeling really creative, I'll sit and batch a ton of social media content. When I'm not feeling so creative, well, great. It's still it's still coming out on my social media. I'm not just like going away and hiding in a hole. Um, the next thing is delegate and outsource. And so this is when you look at how can I hire somebody to help me to do this? Do I need someone on my team to take this away from me? Um, again, I usually will, uh, I'd rather find a contractor than an employee, but that's just me. That's just me because I'm a lone wolf. I'm a lone wolf um, and I like to keep my team quite lean, but can you hire someone to batch for you? Can you delegate someone to to someone who's an expert in their field who will do it quicker than you, even if you could do it? You know, this could be your accounting. It could be your marketing. It could be um, social media content. It could be editing your podcast. What can you do to outsource or delegate something to someone else? So I, I did used to film some of my stuff at home and now it's so much easier for me to go to a studio. I can be here the whole day. I, there's no way I would do nine to five recording at home. I would find something to distract me. But it's so much easier to sit in a studio here, do like, I usually do like 9.30 to 4-ish. But then it's done. You know, and so that's a form of delegating and outsourcing. Someone else can take care of this. All right. So hopefully that's giving you some ideas. You know, obviously I didn't talk as much about the last three, but really the power is eliminating and automating. And then you can kind of have a little bit more bandwidth to 
see what's next, see what else you can simplify, see what else you can, um, you know, how else you can reduce stress and overwhelm. All right, don't go away. I've got one final thought for you after this final break. Hey there, this is Alicia Forrest, and I am the founder of the Lively Biz Business Club at LivelyBiz.com. I live on the seacoast of New Hampshire, USA with my husband and our two teenagers. And I joined Money Boot Camp several years ago, originally because I was stuck in my business. And then I knew it wasn't the business strategies that were holding me back. It was my mindset and my thoughts and my beliefs around money that was holding back my business growth. So the first massive shift I had was around my learned behavior of having to work really hard for the money. Now, as a daughter and a granddaughter and a great-granddaughter of Longshoremen, it was ingrained in me that hard work equals more money. But through the lessons and the tools in Money Bootcamp, I was able to release my hold on that belief, and that's when everything in my business and my life started flowing again. Now, what I love most about Money Bootcamp is Denise's down-to-earth presence and practical teaching. Yes, even when it comes to tapping, which was a bit of a woo-woo ship for me. And I also love the community, which is incredibly supportive of every member. Now, there are very, very few courses I return to again and again, but Money Bootcamp is one of those rare gems. So if you suspect or you know it's your money blocks that are holding you back, this is seriously the only program I recommend and that you need to bust through them, especially for the ones you don't even know you have. Hi, welcome back. So today we were talking about simplification so you can reduce overwhelm and My final thought for you is it's okay to have peace of mind. It's okay for you to have some slowness in your life sometimes. You don't have to be in harvest mode all of the time. You know, there can be a season of um, resting, sowing, growing, and then harvesting. And, you know, this is me trying to practice what I preach because for a long time I was like, it's always summer in lucky bitch land. You know, it's always harvest mode. And it's not a sustainable way to live. It's okay for you to choose more fallow periods in your life. It's okay. It doesn't make you a loser to want to simplify things or park things for the future. Um, You're allowed to do that. Um, I saw this quote, Peace Pilgrim. I have no idea who Peace Pilgrim is. Hopefully they're not like some weird person. But it was um, a quote saying, the simplification of life is one of the steps to inner peace. A persistent simplification will create an inner and outer well-being that places harmony in one's life. Simplification of simplification of life is one of the steps to inner peace. Um, and that doesn't mean you can't hold complexity. doesn't mean you can't have excitement. doesn't mean life has to be boring. Um, simplification might just create bandwidth to do some really fun, cool stuff that you might not otherwise have had time for. So it's totally okay to have harmony and peace as one of your top priorities in your life and business. All right. Well, hopefully you have a peaceful week and um, go forth and simplify things. If you need permission, always reach out to me. I'm always here. And um, I always love to hear your ideas as well so I can copy them and, and simplify even more things in my life. All right. I will see you next week on another episode of Chill and Prosper. Take care. Thanks for listening to Chill and Prosper. Tell your friends to chill and prosper. Review and subscribe. We hope you had a very good time.